Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey and Lemon. I am your host, Lana Mercedes. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please go back and listen. That is part one, and this is part two. And we're going to jump right into continuing the conversation on romantic, familial, platonic, and professional breakups. The first question of the week is, how do you defend yourself against a choice to end a friendship to other friends? My simple answer is, you don't. Even though this change may alter the dynamic of your friend group, it's ultimately no one else's business what transpired between the two of you. So you don't have to defend yourself or justify your decision whatsoever. I think the way to move about it in the healthiest manner is to say something along the lines of, it is mutually beneficial for us to no longer remain friends and keep it moving. As long as you are at peace, that is all that matters. I think oftentimes it can seem a lot more serious to the friends around you than it really is. They just know there is a change for them and they don't know how to handle it, especially when they are not in the know of what went down. If you and that former friend can both be adults and exist in the same space without drama, then it doesn't really need to affect the group too much. They don't need to choose sides or decide when they can invite who to what if you are both cordial around one another. If, however, that isn't the case, obviously that makes things a bit more difficult, but you can lead by example and remain as cordial as possible. Hopefully the other party can follow suit sooner than later. And if not, then it comes down to you setting boundaries and protecting your own peace. You cannot navigate this change for yourself and then also worry about how your friends may also be affected beyond your control. It is up to them to not be selfish and realize this is a friendship you are losing and not to make it about themselves when they still have the friendships. Question number two is, breaking up with someone has proven to be harder for me than being broken up with. How do I come to move on from the guilt when I know it was the best choice for the both of us? What you said is really the only and best way that you can do that. You said, when I know it was the best choice for both of us. You know. You sound confident in that thought. Your gut tells you it was the best decision for the both of you. So this isn't even about being selfish. You are looking at this through a dual lens. How you will be better off as well as the other party. There is no magic rulebook on how to do this, and it feeling like a difficult decision just makes you a human with compassion. The fact that you are even writing in with this and feeling some sense of guilt for either letting someone down or hurting their feelings shows that you did not end the relationship for simply malicious intent. You could have stuck it out to avoid this change, but that would have actually been more harmful for the both of you. It's essentially the cowardice way of doing things. So give yourself some credit for following through on what was best and not just what was the easiest. Question number three, how do you move on from a breakup when it ended amicably? I can't fully relate to this because most of the relationships I have ended, whether it be from any of those four categories, have ended amicably, either through a conversation or just an unspoken agreement that we both had. In my personal experience, things ending amicably has always felt best for me. It's a mutual acknowledgement and understanding of a lack of cohesion. When there has been conflict in the severance of relationships is when it is more difficult because the other party may act out in ways they may not behave if their emotions were not so heightened. Sometimes it just takes some discipline to let them see you as the bad guy and to refrain from reciprocating their harsh words. When it's amicable, I think it's best to see that person as a chapter in your life and view it with fondness. Don't think of the good times as sad when you don't have them anymore, but look at them with appreciation that you experienced those moments and how they have shaped a part of your life. 
and then look to the future with delight for more of those cherished moments to come. Question number four. How do you deal with a changing friendship? My friend seems to have moved away and forgot about me. Changes can be, they can definitely be tough, especially when it feels that you're the only one struggling with it. I think the best course of action here would be to just communicate with the friend. Don't point any fingers by blaming them for possibly ignoring you. They could be really busy and overwhelmed with adapting to living somewhere new and just need some time to acclimate. I'm not sure how long it's been since this friend has moved, but if it's been a couple of months or less, I would say that's normal from personal experience. I'm starting to get in my groove again, and there's quite a few friends I owe some responses to. I'm certainly not trying to ignore them. I've just been feeling out of routine and mentally recalibrating. If it's been even longer or you feel you've just been reaching out without a response, sending a message saying something as simple as you miss them and would love to connect over a FaceTime would probably feel really good to them. Do what makes you feel most comfortable and also won't make you feel desperate or ignored. You don't want to reach out every day or, as I said, point fingers because that will make them feel smothered. So when you reach out, just have the intention of letting them know that you are there for them. Ask them how they're adapting and enjoying their new surroundings without giving off the vibe that you're waiting around and demanding a response so they don't feel a ton of pressure. If time goes on and becomes clear that you're really just being ignored, I think you can mentally check out of that friendship and see that person as an acquaintance. Don't completely shut the idea of being friends out if you are okay with that, but also pay attention to how they reach out to you the next time. They should be able to address that they have been unresponsive, and then you can decide where to go from there. And the final question for this week is, what tips do you have for adjusting your expectations of a relative that is not meeting them? I love this question. I think it's crucial to always remember just because someone is a relative doesn't mean that they're going to be perfect pieces to our family puzzle. What I mean by that is you have some friends that aren't the best communicators, some that are too aggressive, don't take no for an answer, seem to only contact you when they need something ones that you don't tell everything to. Well, we have relatives like that too. Not every family member is our best friend, nor can they be the exact person that we want them to be. If you haven't heard my friendship categories episode, definitely check that out. That actually goes for the last question that I answered as well about the friend moving and them and the person writing in feeling like they were being ignored. So in regards to this question and dealing with family, I think a lot of people can listen to that and think it only applies to literal friends, but it really applies to all relationships. It is actually very beneficial for relatives so that we don't have that struggle of feeling like all families should be confidants when that just isn't realistic. There should be a very small amount of confidants. I'm talking roughly two, max four. That friendship discussion is episode 23. I have two quotes for you this week. Don't apologize for feeling something anonymous. And the other quote is by C. Joy Bell C. The only person who can pull me down is myself, and I'm not going to let myself pull me down anymore. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Find me at Hey Lana Mercedes on Instagram to submit your questions and topic suggestions. And thanks again. <laughs>